Hello and welcome, welcome to the Bipod. My name is Chelsea Bergen and my pronouns are they and them. And I'm Christina Brown. My pronouns are she, her. The Bipod is a podcast about all things bisexual. We are here to talk about our own identities, respond to bisexual representation in media, and talk to awesome guests about their queer experiences and relationships with bisexuality. We welcome anyone who has any kind of relationship with or curiosity about queerness. We define bisexuality as experiencing attraction to both people who share your gender identity and those who don't. We don't know everything. This podcast is one piece of the long history of bisexual and queer discourse. We're here to be part of the conversation. Let's get into it. Chelsea, happy Pride. Hi, Christina. Happy Pride. Wow. Um, so what are you thinking about lately? Um, I have been thinking about how to make my bedroom more luxurious. Mm. Yeah. Um, I just really wanted to have like some some really strong sexy vibes. Mm-hmm. Like in my mind. And I don't quite know how I'm going to achieve that, but I'm just thinking like some like decadent, I don't quite know what. I both have a clear picture and also have no idea what mm-hmm. I mean when I say this, <laughs> um, but like velvet curtains, mm-hmm. which like why that'd be entirely impractical in my bedroom. But like, yeah, I just want more like I'm doing shoulder shimmy. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I see what you mean. I feel like you have, like, a vibe in mind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What about, like, satin, like, pillowcases and, like, satin sheets? Mm, I'd say I don't like silky sheets is the problem. Those, that is the right That's the vibe? Okay. I just don't actually want to sleep in satin sheets. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. And, like, in my mind, it is at once well lit and dark like mm-hmm. the <laughs> like a lot of candles <laughs> yes so exactly. many candles yeah like moody mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah i'm like sensual and yes like, very sensual yeah mm. yeah so i've been thinking about that both like practically like okay how do i like do this in my bedroom mm-hmm. but also just thinking about the sort of um i don't know uh, i can't think of the word to describe it just thinking about oh how do you make a space mm-hmm. feel a certain way or like evoke something and how mm-hmm. can i make my bedroom a space that feels more like i don't know the way i, I want my bedroom to feel yeah moving your desk out of it probably really helps yes yeah that was a good first step for yeah. sure I'll think of some ideas. Yeah, probably cleaning it up is another good step that I'll get to eventually. <laughs> There's like a bunch of, I ordered a bunch of clothing, mm-hmm. which was good. I'm wearing an entirely new outfit right now. Looks great. Thank you. Um, But I ordered more stuff than I knew that I would reasonably keep because I was like, some of this isn't going to fit. Some of it's going to be ugly. I'll just like buy it and then I will return some of it to the store. Because mm-hmm. also I hate trying things on in stores. Oh, yeah. Um. 
and so I like ordered a bunch of clothing so now I've got like clothing bags like in my bedroom Mm -hmm. and also like at least one box that I never unpacked from when I moved in September and just like (laughs) books that I took out of a shelf that I then moved but haven't put back in like Mm -hmm. it's um it's not great there's nothing sexy about it that's for sure Mm -hmm. unless uh like unopened boxes is your thing yeah it's not my thing (laughs) but maybe someone's Mm, what about like a salt lamp do you have one of those? I have like a small one that I kid you not, I got at the 99 cent store. It's a wow. USB plug-in. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that. Um but I could yeah, like that's a that's a nice idea. Yeah, because like mine gives off like a mine's kind of big, but it gives off quite a bit of light, like a surprising amount. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I'll come up with more sensual ideas. Okay. Let me know. I'm thinking like um those electric candles that like move you know have you seen those no they're like so they're battery powered so that like your room won't be 100 degrees um but they like flicker like a real candle oh the one the i do have some like pillar candles that are like battery powered those are do they flicker yeah yeah they have to flicker or else they're not yeah and the outside is is like some kind of like waxy substance like if you touch it it feels like a candle it's only if you actually look inside that you're like that's not a wig Mm -hmm. that's a light bulb (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i'll keep thinking um what have you been thinking about Uh, um i've been thinking about like things are reopening i feel like we have some version of this conversation every time we (laughs) talk but um things are like actually reopening now like i hosted a virtual event yesterday and everybody was like why isn't this in person and i was like i don't know i guess it can be now question mark um and like some of that's really exciting like i've gotten to see some friends and like felt good about it um but i don't like so before the pandemic i was a graduate student and i have never not been a student until now um, and I also like lived in like a friend's situation where I like <laughs> lived alone, but like I knew all my neighbors really well. And we lived in like the middle of a downtown, like above a coffee shop. So if I was ever like, oh, I'm kind of lonely, someone get coffee with me. Like there were seven people at any given time, one of them was going to be available. Um, and that was really nice. And I moved during the pandemic. Um, to Long Beach and I love Long Beach but I'm realizing like I don't know like I just don't know how to be um, in the world um, for a lot of reasons but like even just functionally like I've never not been a student Um, I don't know any of my neighbors in my new place I know people in Long Beach but everyone lives like 20 minutes away because it's LA (laughs) um i do wish you were on this side of long yeah me too when i moved i didn't really i should have like mapped everybody out (laughs) and then like i don't know chosen from there it's still close but it's not like i don't know we we can't walk to the same location or something the dream Um, truly yeah honestly i took it for granted when i had it um but yeah and i've also realized like most of my really close friends or at least a lot of them, like, don't live here. They live, like, far enough away that we can maintain a relationship and, like, maybe I have to fly to them or it's, like, a very long drive. Um, But I can, like, I don't know. In the pandemic, that hasn't mattered because, like, you're the only person that I would have seen anyway. (laughs) 
Um, but now I'm like, well, those are still my friends. They were their friend, my friends before the pandemic. They'll continue to be. Um, but like the spaces where I used to gather with people in Long Beach don't exist anymore. <sighs> and like maybe they'll exist again differently. I don't know. I'm just, I feel like, yeah, there's just like a lot of things I don't know how to do that I am going to have to figure out. And I think it'll probably work out. Um, but it's just weird. Like there's things I just haven't thought about in a year and a half. Yeah. I knew this to be true, but as you were talking, I was like, there will never be another open mic at Fox Coffee House. I know. They closed the week that I moved here. Literally. Ugh. Like I was so thrilled because I live like it's like a four minute drive. We're so close. Um, but they closed. Yeah, and I'm like there of course there will still be open mics in yeah. Long Beach, but not walkable from me maybe or maybe there will be I don't know what it would be but yeah it's like we've been talking about how you know all of our like venues and spaces are closing and people are moving and whatever like it's going to be a new world but now I feel like I'm at the point where I have to start like figuring out that new world and I'm like oh I don't have the tools for this um and I feel like I'm probably not alone in that but just because like I personally have gone through so many like just life changes in the past year just feels like a really big shift yeah um hearing you describe how you've never not been a student before just made me think of heather from crazy (laughs) ex-girlfriend i'm a student (laughs) she's amazing and then eventually they make her leave (laughs) but i'm a student Uh, I have a thought about that show. Oh. I need to rewatch it. She's the best. Oh, um, you definitely need to watch She Ra because it's great. But mm-hmm. also, that actress voices a mermaid princess. <gasps> wow, that's <laughs> really directed at me. Yeah. Wow. I should have watched that last night. My boyfriend was out of town for the first time in a year and a half. <laughs> um, which was also weird. Like I lived alone before the pandemic, and I used to like I loved it. Um, part of the reason I loved it was because I had great neighbors so like being alone was very easy because I kind of wasn't like if something happened I could text somebody I shouldn't have to like share a bathroom with anyone um, but then this weekend I, it was fine but I was also like oh like if something happens like I only have one of my neighbor's phone numbers and she like kind of doesn't like me she really likes my boyfriend she's like this <laughs> really judgy old lady um, but it's just weird I don't know um but anyways I was like oh I'm gonna watch some tv I can do that when he's there too I just was like what does one do when they're alone I forgot (laughs) um anyways yeah I watched modern love um one episode of it and then I got tired of watching tv and then today when he got home he was like oh I wanted to watch the show and I was like damn it I wasted (laughs) I was like what is he not gonna want to watch and he like actually doesn't really care that much and would watch anything that I wanted to Please. i should have watched Shira. i think that you should make sydney watch Shira. yeah for gay rights i said yeah <laughs> he's not an ally <laughs> also he forgot to wish me happy pride until june 2nd this year so um, i don't know he's canceled as far as, I see. <laughs> as far as i know <laughs> yeah i was like wow you're a day late Ooh. i feel like i've told the story on the pod before but our very first pride month together he gave me a pride present. He said he didn't know if that was what he was supposed to do. Um, but I think giving me a gift is always what you're supposed to do. Yep. Um, 
and he had just been to Kenya and he brought me back these like pants that he like went to a marketplace and like basically you pick the fabric and the people like make the pants in front of you which sounds like a cool experience if you're there I like wasn't there so I was like I guess I wouldn't know the difference (laughs) but they make them like one size fits all which like I just don't have a one size fits all ass like I just (laughs) don't like I was like you had to tell them about the 45 inch circumference that was gonna have to try to squeeze into these pants but they were they're like rainbow tie-dye and he was like these are the gay pants and I was like great (laughs) these are the gay pants yeah I don't know if he said that but that that was the idea um you have to wear those all month long yeah and they didn't fit me then and post-covid they certainly don't fit me now um but I still have them I don't know maybe I'll do something with them do you I guess you have to find a gay friend with the smaller butt that <laughs> yeah i guess yeah any of my like i'll measure you someone can... with a flat ass yeah <laughs> like out yourself now <laughs> pancake ass gays let's go there's a hashtag for you <sighs> yeah i don't know how we got to that but, should, but <laughs> what i'm saying is i should have watched she last night and i didn't i'm so sorry it's not going well that's true and maybe neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't know. If, uh, that's stupid. You cut that out. I just don't know if I'm ready to, like, be outside yet. <sighs> well, speaking of summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of your best segues. <laughs> no. I'm doing my best. Speaking of hemming, like, what did you give me to work with, okay? <laughs> we could have segued earlier when we were still talking about pride gifts. That's true. No one's ever given me a pride gift. Really? I'll tell Sydney to get you a pride <laughs> gift. Yes, please. Yeah. Did he get me one last year? I don't remember. I kind of feel like maybe he didn't. But there was a lot going on. He also had to get me a birthday present and a graduation present in May. <laughs> maybe he didn't. Hmm. I'll tell him. All right. Well, um, Christine and I are accepting pride gifts. Mm-hmm. If you listener yeah but my like like hips measurement is 45 inches so don't come for me (laughs) with this like one size fits all just don't do it anything else is acceptable i don't know what my measurements are but i'm sure i wouldn't fit into it if it's one size fits all yeah it's always a lie well it's like a scarf (laughs) and even then you know i don't know yeah but yeah we are accepting pride gifts thank you yes yeah um well, the question that we poorly segued to, or are going to poorly segue to, is <laughs> um, what was your first Pride experience? Um, mine was actually pretty late in life. June is like a weird time <laughs> because I, I'm a student. Um, <laughs> so when I was younger, like I think like Pride events that I maybe would have been exposed to, like I spent most summers like either going to my mom's office with her and sitting in the corner like with the typewriter or like going to my grandparents house and watching the disney channel um (laughs) so that they could like supervise me while my mom was working um honestly a little bit too late into my like childhood (laughs) um my mom was like you can't just sit at home you'll do something bad um which maybe it would have i don't know (laughs) um so my (laughs) you'll be gay um (laughs) but my you first watch Cadet <laughs> Kelly too many yeah. times. <laughs> Honestly, probably. She was like, you're too obsessed with Hillary Duff. It's getting creepy. <laughs> Work it out. 
Maybe. I'll ask her. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you send me to grandma's because you thought I was going to be okay? Can you imagine? Um, yeah, so I feel like there's just... <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like a lot of the summers where I was like an older teen where I maybe would have gone to Pride events, um, I like just didn't have access to them. So my first like Pride Pride like citywide event would have been in 2018 um i moved to portland the day before their pride celebration started um and then i went and it was awesome with my other friend who i was living with who's also queer um and her son who was four at the time he was four and the we went during the day so it was like pretty chill um and it was like the family friendly like waterfront thing um and it was awesome. There was a parade. Um, and her son now, like, understands, like, the people be gay and he's cool with it. <laughs> um, but at the time, he was, like, really little and just, like, loved rainbows. <laughs> and, like, he kept calling it the Rainbow Parade. And he kept asking to go back to the Rainbow Parade. He was, like, obsessed. Um, and they also <laughs> they had these lollipops that had, like, penises and then, like... <laughs> Like the, I don't know, the landscape of a clitoris. <laughs> and um, he like wanted a lollipop because he was a child. And we were like, well, uh, like we can't. I was like, we can't give him a penis. Um, but the pussy one, we were like, well, he doesn't rec- He doesn't know what it is. And in the pictures, like we'll just flip it so that the flat side is out <laughs> so that no one is so that no one calls cps because he doesn't know what it is no harm's being done whatever yeah. but he didn't he liked the smooth part so he kept flipping it around and i was like you can't do that <laughs> it was so funny but yeah he was like i just want a rainbow lollipop why are you on my joy but anyways it was really cool and it was like i had a weird moment of like oh like i've been missing this you know i'm not i mean i'd been in queer spaces and stuff like that before but it was probably it was like one of many realizations of like, oh, I like never had access to this. Um, but it was great. It was a really good first experience. What about you? What was your first pride? Um, my first pride was four years ago, so also um pretty late. Um it was Long Beach Pride, which is in fact the only Pride Parade I've ever been to. And it is actually um usually in um may it's not in june i have no idea why you know what they did that when i was living in ventura county too things would be in july i wonder if they spaced them out so you could go to all of them that's nice no idea yeah um and i had friends in college who would go to pride um in west hollywood but that felt very intimidating to me both yeah because it's west hollywood just everything about west hollywood i'm like like parking you <laughs> yeah. lost me you yeah. lost me yeah um and then also i was like i just don't know if i'm gay enough for that which mm-hmm. is also funny because lots of straight people go to the oh, go to west hollywood yeah. pride but like yeah i felt very like i i just i'm not sure if i'm queer enough yeah um but then a couple of years ago um i was living very close to the long beach pride parade route 
and in fact am again it's like down the block oh awesome yeah so um eventually we'll be very close for pride um and one of my friends was a teacher at a local high school she's a music teacher um and her school's um band marches in the pride parade which is Ooh. awesome shout out to cabrillo high school in long beach um bringing bringing the kids to pride to play their instruments <laughs> that's the most precious thing i've ever yeah. heard and so she was like i'm gonna be in the parade with my students like come and so I did. It took me a really long time to get dressed because I was like, I don't know what to wear. How many rainbows is too many rainbows? Well, and so I don't own anything rainbow. Oh, we're going to have to fix that. So don't worry. Sydney will get you. A now I have some. Well, I have like my bisexual like converse and what have you. But mm-hmm. at the time I had nothing rainbow. And despite the fact that I was living with two lesbians, I don't think I asked them for anything either. Um, I think I just, you know, wanted to, I don't know, figure it out or something. Yeah. So I ended up going for like, okay, well, what will just make me look super cool? So mm-hmm. I like wore some like fake combat boots. Like they looked like combat boots, but they really were not. They, mm-hmm. I bought them at Kohl's. <laughs> um, and I don't remember if I wore, I think I wore like maybe some ill-fitting leggings that had like um cut out like mesh pieces or something nice. and like um a denim jacket with like a bunch of like pins on it it was like not really the right weather outfit but um and so i show up like when the parade has just started mm-hmm. and my friend and the school are like way at the end of the line so i like walk down to them and then she was like do you want to be in the parade with us? And I was like, can I do that? And she was like, yeah, I mean, let me just ask. So she like <laughs> asked the person that she was there with. So my very first pride, I marched wow. in the parade carrying a banner. Wow. Uh-huh. You jumped all the way in. <laughs> Good for you. Um, And it was like really amazing. It was like really fun. Also, though, it was a really long walk, which I like had not prepared for in they my like walk. terrible combat boots. <laughs> um, But, you know, I walked from my apartment now basically which will only be a point of reference to you or someone who's been here um from here to downtown long beach oh wow yeah (laughs) um was incredibly exhausted but like had a great time it was really fun to see like dogs and pride outfits and like um and seeing bikes on uh dykes on bikes for the first time Mm -hmm. and like a lot of sort of um I don't know, pride staples, I feel like. And then, so we marched in the parade. Then we were completely exhausted. And so then we, like, took a car back to my place um, because we were too tired yeah, to walk. Yeah, I was going to say, you walked to back. downtown and then back. That's Yeah, wild. no. <laughs> so we took a car and, like, went um, 4th Street in Long Beach is also mm-hmm. really great after pride. And so then we, like, picked food up on 4th Street ran into people that I knew from college who just had come down for pride and um it was a really great day um yeah that was my that was my first pride that's beautiful yeah um yeah I definitely know what you mean about like the am I queer enough to go to pride because 
uh, straight people, they do be taken over pride. Um, <laughs> and I honestly kind of feel complicated about it, mostly because I do want to live in a world where, like, sexuality is really fluid and, like, people can, you know, be however they are and be whatever. Um, but also, like, queerness does have to have some kind of meaning. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I also think I feel complicated about it because there are probably a lot of people who might see me at Pride and be like, who is this straight girl? You know? I feel like it's something that you should self-select on rather than other people saying, yeah. like, you can't come to Pride. But, like, I, I think, like, if you're a straight person that wants to go to Pride, you sh- I would just, like, want people to think about why that is yeah and i don't think that there's a right answer per se like a great answer is i want to go support my queer friends yeah or like you know um i i mean i think that's probably one of the better answers i would Um, agree (laughs) and like that feels very different to me than like I'm a straight person that wants to go out scantily clad and get drunk with a bunch of people. Like, I don't know, go to Bonnaroo or something like, (laughs) um, go to Bonnaroo. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, yeah. yeah, Like don't treat pride. If you were a straight person, don't treat pride. Like it's Coachella. If you're queer, do whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah. I feel exactly the same. There's like a, a lot of really good graphics going around. That's like pride is not, rainbows pride and i'm and i fully agree like i think there is space in my pride for both like celebration and community and also like grief and resistance and like all of those things but i whenever i see those graphics i'm like this is for straight people yeah because if you're (laughs) queer pride is whatever you want it to be i think for the most part yeah if you want to treat it like it's coachella just like don't wear feathers yes yeah (laughs) yeah don't culturally appropriate (laughs) um at for any occasion yeah it's like it's bonnaroo i don't really know anything about bonnaroo is it better than coachella i don't know doesn't matter I, yeah <laughs> never been to any of those <laughs> it's just the first one i thought of i don't know why i thought of that before coachella <laughs> yeah i also get what you mean about being overwhelmed by la pride because i'm like just like honest to god thinking about parking i'm like the parking yeah. it's already hard enough for me to parallel park in any situation and pay $35 in West Hollywood to park and then to it's just a lot and there's always so many people and also like every year at least one of my friends gets their phone stolen at Pride in LA oh like I don't know why that specific thing happens but it's just like such a like yeah. dense you crowd just have of so people. many people and yeah wins um, and yeah the thing that I really love about Pride that I like could not have anticipated before experiencing it so in long beach um at least in the area that i have primarily lived in the like fourth street retro row area it's really close to where the pride the parade happens and so this has did not happen this year and maybe a little bit last year but not really because of covid Mm -hmm. um but under normal circumstances, the whole neighborhood is, like, covered in pride flags. Yeah. And, like, a couple blocks from here, one of the crosswalks is rainbows. Um, yeah, like I love that. The whole neighborhood just, like, feels queer. And, like, on the day of the parade, 
everybody wishes you happy pride like Mm -hmm. walking down the street and having strangers who are just like out on their lawn or also going to the parade or like the barista at portfolio who's like happy pride like something about like just talking about it i'm i like feel warm and like yeah you look happy um like something about that feels so wonderful like so validating like that i think that's like the most queer i've ever felt because it's like Mm -hmm. the whole world in that moment like feels like it's like recognizing and celebrating me Mm. i love that yeah i feel like it it sounds like it's a very rare moment where like a you're not presumed straight um like everybody usually is but also like you don't have to show any credentials to be celebrating pride so it's like a perfect you know yeah in the middle as far as i'm concerned the day of the pride parade everyone in the vicinity is queer like straight people just don't Exist. they don't you're exist just, they've yeah. been eradicated <laughs> exactly you're just everybody all these all these the families on the street that i'm passing they're all queer mm-hmm. um, the dogs and the rainbow dogs suits, gay yes everyone yeah um and that yeah it's just like really fun and great mm-hmm. oh the other thing i would not have anticipated is that i immediately burst into tears as soon as the like group of like straight parents who love their gay children oh my come God, by yeah i don't uh, know what it is it just yeah. i'm just like <laughs> i cry even when it's like you know those videos where like the women will like are like oh like if you're queer and your family disowned you i'll like walk you down the aisle and stuff <gasps> i weep yeah and my mom like is fine that i like women. like i don't know what what yeah it's not like on but yeah i mean certainly my like family of straight people is like uh, okay like <laughs> they don't right. i wouldn't say that they get it but also they're i have not been disowned right. in any way like i have not had a a um especially like traumatic experience in the way that like a lot of people have mm-hmm. but i don't know if it's just knowing that like other people have that or if it's like wanting to feel more recognized or what it is but like immediately going to waterworks yeah Ugh, me too. I'm getting emotional just thinking about <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I worked at a boys and girls club a few years ago, and most of my kids were, like, middle school age, and a bunch mm-hmm. of them were like, I'm gay, I'm bi, and I was like, we love this for you. Uh, my main job is to make sure nobody here gets pregnant, so you're all making it really easy. Um, and <laughs> That's just true. Um, and I was really, like, kind of – I was, like, thinking back to – my junior high years and i don't know how i would have responded to like a pride event but i think i really would have liked it and it would have been cool um to know that there were like not just people but like a lot of people who would like be cool with however i wanted to show up in the world um and a lot of my kids at the time like went to pride and like you know whatever was like a summer thing so i like knew them in june um, and they talked about it and like some of them went with their family, some of them didn't, you know, depending on the situation. But um, they all like loved it and had great experiences and like brought home flags and stuff. And I was like, wow, imagine if I like had that. Imagine if we all had that so young. Um, it was cool because I did like at my first pride. It was a good experience. But I remember thinking like, oh, like I I've missed this or I've like yeah. been missing this. Um but I think it's cool that, like, there's so many Pride events. 
Like, I wouldn't necessarily take kids to, like, the West Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a lot. But, um, like, the Long Beach one, I would feel comfortable taking kids or whoever there. You know, my nieces would love Pride. They love rainbows. Um, they also, like... The younger one, maybe not. She doesn't have a conception of... She calls my boyfriend my friend. <laughs> um, but um, the older one definitely, like, understands, like, people are queer. And yeah. she, like, has a friend who identifies as trans and stuff. She's, like, down with it all. Um, and also likes rainbows and dancing. I feel like she have a great time. Yeah. I think it's cool that there's so many different kinds of of pride, you know, kinds of pride events. Yeah. I feel like children love would love drag. Oh, yeah. 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 When I lived in Santa Ana, there was a bookstore really close by and they did like, um, what was it called? Like drag queen story time. That's with kids amazing. All the time. Yeah, it was really cool. And like there would always be a huge crowd of like families and kids and like a drag queen, um, usually from Velvet, would like come and um, like read stories and like answer questions. And kids, like, they have a lot of questions, but they were questions that were very appropriate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they'd be like, how long does it take you to get ready? <laughs> or like, you know, cause, and then the drag queens were always very like, yeah, this is maybe something you haven't seen before. So, like, what are your questions about it? You can ask. It's completely fine. And kids were like, are you wearing a wig? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, just like functionally speaking, like, what is all like what's happening here? Yeah. Like, how much makeup do you have on? Yeah. Where did you get your shoes? <laughs> um, but it's like they have access. What brand of contour are you wearing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this ABH or no? <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. But it was just really cool to see because the kids like. And their questions were kind of funny because they're just very blunt of like, yeah. is this a wig? Um, you know, but it, that's like an appropriate question to have as a child of yeah. like, tell me what, like, how did we, how did we get to this place? <laughs> um, yeah, it was really cool. Didn't have that when I was a kid either, but no, I feel like that's becoming more common. But yeah, children would love drag. Yeah. Um, I didn't see, I feel like we've talked about this before of Twitter where like I'm on too many Twitters, <laughs> so I never yeah. see like the, fir- like the thing people are mad at. I just see people being mad. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. What yeah. <laughs> yep. And yeah, I had the- <laughs> kink at pride yeah discourse. i'm like i don't know why people are mad but everybody's like stop saying no kink at pride and i'm like who's saying yeah. that i'm like who who said we can't have kink at pride yeah i saw a great tweet um where somebody was like i wish i remembered who it was i'll never be able to find it again but the guy was like you guys can stop discoursing now um because i asked my lesbian mom about kink and pride and she said that there was kink at Pride when I was there as a kid, and I turned out fine, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Do you know what the initial? I mean, it doesn't shock no. me that there are like people who don't want there to be kink at Pride, I guess. But you know what? I don't want at Pride. Hmm? Cops. Yeah. Kink. Yes. Kink. Cops, yes. No. Cops. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would agree. Yep. Yep. Um, defund the police. Fund your local sex store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deep agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like I don't know. There's like a certain brand. I don't really go on Facebook ever anymore. But there's like a certain brand of Facebook videos that show like cops like at Pride, and I feel like they get like propaganda fed to me a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're so queer. Put your fucking gun away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't know. I have, like, feelings about that, too. Like, I love, as a queer person, I love that we get to have, like, a party 
um and that there's like celebration and it's like fun and good um because like i think that we do deserve joy but i also think like and i've seen more conversation about this last year and this year i think than before but i mean like pride began as a riot that was led by black trans women um and it was a fight for safety and dignity and the right to exist and be in community um and i think like part of honoring that is the celebration um but that's not the only thing and like being in a parade with a cop is like doesn't feel like pride to me um yeah and i'm seeing like more conversation about that like i said the past couple of years um since like america just realized that it's racist um love that for her but um yeah i don't know i feel i feel that way i also i do also have feelings about like the prevalence slash like dominance of like alcohol brands oh yeah and like yeah um I mean, the, like, corporatization of pride is, like, a thing, but also, like, I guess any parade is, like, sort of like that, you know, like, someone has their, like, <laughs> billboard that they're promoting yeah. to you. Um, I don't know if I have anything articulate to say it's, about well, this. It's, just, like, I think it's, like, you're talking about a facet of rainbow capitalism, which is, like, here's a chance for us to, like, capitalize on, like, your joy slash grief slash commemoration slash community existence. Um, and often like to capitalize by trying to sell something that like often harms the community. Yeah. 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 And like the, I guess, complicated role that like alcohol plays in a lot of queer people's lives, both on an individual level and then like the history of Mm -hmm queer people and like that a lot of people sort of found the closest thing to safe spaces in you know the anonymity did i say that suddenly i said the word and it didn't sound right um anon you said too many (laughs) anemone the uh they found a semblance of safety by being anonymous in bars Mm -hmm. and where you know you could hook up with another queer person right and like, anonymity yep that's mm-hmm. the word anonymity um yeah and like that's not you know because alcohol <laughs> brands were like a benevolent like benefactor yeah um yeah and like the like role of alcohol in like a lot of people not feeling like they can um people who are maybe coming to terms with queerness like not feeling Mm -hmm. like they can be themselves outside of like oh if i get really drunk then like there's there will be consequences um and stuff like that that just feels like very sticky yeah like more so than maybe other forms of rainbow capitalism which Mm -hmm. like is a problem but the alcohol brands like specifically like every time i see like um 
like Smirnoff's rainbow logo. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. But like, there's still like a little like empty bucket waiting for like dopamine in my brain that's like, buy the rainbow. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, truly. I don't drink enough vodka to. Is vo- Smirnoff is vodka. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, I don't drink enough vodka to buy a bottle of vodka, but yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've uh, we've talked before. Like, I needed to buy a hair dryer, and then there was one that was like a rainbow prism, and I was like, well, obviously, I have to buy the rainbow one. Yeah. And it wasn't that way for Pride. Like, I bought it in November. It just happened that that was yeah. the color. Um, and. I do. I will often be like, oh, well, I just have to buy the one that looks gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Obligated. Yes. But not in the month of June. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. Like if there's a rainbow option, I'm going to choose that one. <laughs> um, but I'm like much more critical because I like I don't know. A lot of the rainbow stuff I buy, I think, is like maybe geared toward children because it's like <laughs> that mermaid unicorn rainbow thing. And I'm like, this is nice. I'd like to have it. Um. <laughs> But then in June, it's like Target, for example, is like, hello, fellow gays. We love all of you. Here is a rainbow skirt. And the stuff they sell, often they have really ugly pride stuff at Target. That's true. I'm like a straight person designing this. I can't believe. (laughs) So disrespectful. The real problem with this is that it's gross. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, if it was cute, I would put my morals aside and buy it um, because I deserve to celebrate myself. But um. That's so true. <laughs> so ugly. Yeah. And like I, I, um, <laughs> like what you just said about like, I would put my morals aside and buy it. Like my criticism is definitely not directed at like queer people who want to buy some rainbow stuff on oh, it. Yeah, like absolutely not. Buy your rainbow shit. Like, um, I guess cash in when other people are trying to cash in on you. Like, I don't know um yeah complicated it's just the like what if you like sold a t-shirt with a rainbow on it all year i'm sure someone would buy it yeah <laughs> or like what me <laughs> um yeah or like what if you like actually uh supported queer people yes. yeah i mean how, that would be much more substantial how would that be a rainbow t-shirt but like yeah yeah and i guess also i i am trying to be better about supporting actual queer people making things for queer people so yeah. like i bought some buttons a while ago and i like made a point of like okay but if i'm gonna buy this button with like the bra buy pride colors like i want this to be coming from like an actual yeah queer maker yeah um, yeah yeah i feel like over the last <laughs> year in the pandemic i've like had more time to think about purchases whereas like i honestly in 2021 this is obviously june talking about pride um i've maybe been to target like three times which i used to go like every week um and some of that is that i have a costco membership so like (laughs) like which i honestly i go there like maybe once a month this is interesting but that's where i get like toilet paper and laundry detergent now so that's part of it is that like household items i'm like buying in bulk once a month or once every couple months um but i used to be like oh like i have to go to work right after class but i also like need hand soap i'm gonna go to target yeah um but now that i like have a little bit more of just like a weirder more flexible schedule 
I feel like I'm spending more time like thinking about where I'm buying stuff from. Um, and like over that time, I was already like doing my best to prioritize like buying from like queer people or from people of color, or, like, you know, depending on what was available. But um, I feel like I've been more successful in the last year because um, I've had more time to kind of like shop around and think these things through. Um, and I'm feeling that a lot in Pride Month. Like I didn't have the urge to buy anything rainbow from Target, <laughs> maybe mostly because it was ugly, but also like. <laughs> There were just many other options. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also seeing like a lot. I'm sure that like we're picking on Target, which I don't feel bad about. But I'm sure that Target like hasn't been held accountable for this. But a lot of like smaller shops or smaller businesses that I know that are not run by queer people have been like either we're not really going to do much for pride. We're not going to rainbow wash. Like the term rainbow washing is now like a buzzword so people don't like are like oh we shouldn't do that or so like they don't do anything or um they like donate some of the proceeds or something you know they're like oh like we're not we shouldn't be profiting off of your identity yeah which i guess is nice but yeah i don't know yeah i want to be recognized with cute stuff i just you know also want to be supported for the rest of the year yes yeah yes yeah 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 yeah, and even like when small, like I, that's a model that I think has been cool is that it's not that I'm like, all right, straight people, be silent for all of June. <laughs> Although that is an option yeah. that y'all have. Um, and I think like, and when it, like the brands that I'm thinking of that like don't do anything for Pride, like they'll post like Happy Pride or whatever, but they don't like sell rainbow versions yeah. of their regular products if they don't do that already. Um. And I think, like, depending on what you sell, that's, like, maybe fine, um, you know, to sort of, like, signal, like, we love the gays. Yeah. Um, but then, like, to not, tr- like, commodify that can maybe be okay. Um, but I think people, like, who are recognizing or celebrating Pride by making money and selling stuff, like, maybe there's a way to do that. And maybe that's donating. I don't know. I feel weird holding the like the people I'm thinking of. I feel weird holding them like accountable for capitalism because they're like <laughs> really small businesses, um, and that doesn't really feel super fair because Target is like unscathed. But it's definitely a weird space to navigate that a lot of straight people don't have to navigate. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we have straight people that listen to this podcast other than Sydney. You know what? Actually, he's behind. He hasn't he? listened <sighs> for the last few episodes. Wow. So. Mm. Did Didn't we wish any? you happy pride until the second, and he's behind on the bipod. Mm. Yeah, not an ally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna listen to this in like November. <laughs> I'd be like, hey. Hopefully, he gets you a pride gift. Yeah, know. hopefully <laughs> now and then. <laughs> um, I don't know if we have any straight people who listen to this podcast. Um, maybe we do. Hello, straight people. Hello, straight. <laughs> we. We have at least one, <laughs> aside from aside my from partner. Sydney. Yeah. Um, but since we were talking about like holding businesses accountable and what have you, um, if there was a straight person listening to this episode and they were like, "What should I, as a straight person?" Sorry, saying the sentence, "What should I, as a straight person?" <laughs> just like made me uncomfortable. Um, but if that straight person was thinking, "What could they do?" Right. 
for like what's a, an action they could take for pride month do you mm. have any suggestions oh that is a good question well first of all i think asking that question is good yes many of y'all well if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast you probably do <laughs> but like many of the general heterosexual population probably doesn't do that um oh that's a good question give away your money yeah that's a good one give away your money um specifically to like mutual aid groups or directly to queer people once again chelsea and i are accepting pride (laughs) gifts um but yeah and i mean like i think it is good to donate to like i don't know the bigger like nonprofits and stuff i guess that's not the worst thing you could do um but just for me and my personal politics i think it's better to just put money in queer people's hands um, yeah. or in mutual aid we're, we're very like, pro mutual aid on this podcast. yeah just it's less gatekeepery than yeah and working with like small like i don't really like this phrase but like boots on the ground versus yeah. like a huge um like glad or something yeah i don't know not to like talk shit about glad i guess but i don't know <laughs> um, like your money goes further when it's not paying a bunch of administrative yeah uh salaries and rent and whatever yeah um so yeah mutual aid is good um is the way um if you have any queer friends um honor them the whole fucking year yeah um maybe like especially in june because we're on our like little queer presents yeah once again presents but um Send money to their rainbow account. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Pride. With Is the it, rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like <laughs> redistribute. Um, and I think like sharing about Pride on social media can also be really good because like the chances that you have a homophobe following you pretty high <laughs> um, or the chances that you have a, a queer person who doesn't have a lot of like community or safety or anything like that also relatively high um so even like that kind of signaling if you in fact are a safe person for a queer person to be around um can be good i think that's not nothing um and just like showing up as an ally and an accomplice um all 12 months of the year you know um when queer folks need you that's what you should do do it do it <laughs> and um, put your pronouns in your email signatures oh, on yeah. your social. Yeah. Um, if you are someone who has never had to ask yourself, wait, what are my pronouns? Um, you should absolutely be putting those in places. Yeah. Um, because it creates more safety and ease yeah. for, um, for queer folks. Yeah. Instagram has like a new feature where like you can put your pronouns like as part of your name instead of just like typing it because mine are just typed into my bio right now. But when I go into my settings, I don't have the pronouns thing yet. So mine just stay typed. Oh, I I haven't looked in my settings. I think I put it in my name. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, it's in your name. Mine is in my bio. I don't know if they're in my name. Yeah, mine's in my bio. But I just, there was like a week where everybody was like, put your pronoun. Look at Instagram has this feature. And I was like, great. And then I was like, Instagram doesn't have this feature for me. But I think they usually like roll out updates yeah. like that. So check your Instagram settings every day. Yes. And then once you can. Oh, and I guess because I brought up the pronouns thing, I will mention if you're someone that's like, 
feels at all conflicted about your pronouns, you don't need to feel pressured to put your pronouns in your emails or your socials or whatever. You can um, figure what out, figure out what pronouns you want to use in your own time. Yeah. And you're also welcome to change it whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, because have personal experience with being like i know that this is the thing that i should do but what if like what do i i don't know what i will think about my pronouns so if you feel that way you don't need to feel pressured or i'm giving you permission um i know you were waiting for it yeah Uh, i'm giving you (laughs) they were like chelsea says (laughs) to not put your pronouns in places um but that is advice for people who uh feel unsure or unsafe specifically mm-hmm. um using putting their pronouns and things um but if you are a a comfortably cis person particularly if you are a straight cis person yeah put your pronouns on shit yeah yeah all yeah. of them etsy has some really cute pronoun earrings so like if you're a person that wears mm-hmm. earrings maybe get some pronoun earrings yeah. i'm gonna get some they're cute Ugh, i have an earrings personality <laughs> Like, people who know me, like, my sister got me the cutest pair of earrings for my birthday, and I love them, like, aesthetically, but I'm just not going to wear them. I just don't yeah. wear earrings. I don't know why. What about, like, post earrings? Post earrings. I just don't remember to put earrings on. I don't remember that they're a thing. Maybe if I, like, put them somewhere, I would see them. I don't know. That is a personal thing. I'll could you just, it out. Could you not just wear them at all times? No. Okay. No, because I sleep on my side. So then it like feels weird. Like when I got my ears pierced and couldn't take them out, I like couldn't sleep because they were like, I'm very sensitive and they were touching the back of my head. Very sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I also sleep on my side and when I wear earrings, I just wear them all the time. Wow. I did have an issue when I got my cartilage pierced because it mm-hmm. hurt to sleep on my side. Oh, yeah, but that was like a different pushing. problem. Right. Yeah. This has been a sidetrack so if you give christina a pride gift don't give her earrings she won't wear them yeah unless um their earrings like i one of my friends got me a pair of earrings that actually they were in my etsy cart so i don't know how she did it (laughs) um but they're like the little peach emoji um and i love them and i like have them out i just Mm. don't wear earrings but i enjoy owning them and looking at them so if it's that kind of gift you can Sydney did give me, um, for my birthday, I told him I wanted things that, um, my birthday was in May, just for context, um, for next year, y'all can give me a birthday <laughs> present and then a pride present. Um, but I told him I wanted things that would like bring me dopamine and, um, he got me this like corner light thing and then he set it up. So it like points at the corner. So then it like lights up your walls, different colors. And there's a little remote with like a little rainbow dial and I can make it different colors and it makes me very happy. Um, That's not a pride gift because you can't be double dipping like that. And he didn't (laughs) try to. I don't want to misrepresent, but um, my house is much gayer now. It's great. Um, I can like make it, you know, the full rainbow. I frequently set it to the bisexual colors and then just, you know, leave that be. So uh, apartment isn't gay enough. I'll work on that. It's like plant gay, but you it's could be neon gay. light gay, <laughs> which I recommend. Um, we should probably wrap up. Otherwise, this will just descend into yeah. madness. It, it has. Yeah. Um, do you have any other advice that you would give a straight person who is like, what to do for pride? Um, 
we already talked about giving your money away. Um, and maybe like reading a little queer history. It doesn't have, there's, you know, uh, several hundred years of it. So you don't feel that you need to, you know, read, read it, it all. all. Right I'm going to read all of human history for the queer bits. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't feel that you need to do that. Um, but you could read about Marsha P. Johnson yeah. or maybe, I don't know, Harvey Milk or, um, those are the two people whose names immediately yeah. came to mind. Many, but, many. um, there's, yeah, there are so many, um, yeah, maybe find some like local queer history or something. Yeah, I like that. I have another one, which is cooperation, um, which feels like a weird word to use, but um, I'm like hearing that, you know, more and more often. But when you're in straight spaces, don't let homophobic or queerphobic shit fly yes. in front of you, um, regardless of who's around. Um, I feel like that goes for like any like privileged identity at all but like being somebody who is like oh like your phobia is not not even phobia your hatred is like not acceptable um even if you think like it's i don't know i don't know if yeah. that's a sentence but um you know like if your mom says something messed up um call her out on it if that's a safe thing to do and it might not be a comfortable thing to do but like really think like will you continue to be safe if you yeah. call her out if the answer is yes say something um because that's not true for a lot of people so i think yeah. and sometimes just stay like i actually like don't think that's funny yeah is, like that's enough. enough yeah yeah like just the sort of like deadpan like shutting down of like oh i don't get it can like you explain what, it to yeah. me yeah um, that's more than enough most <laughs> of the time yeah because like it just says to the person saying the problematic thing, oh, not everyone was just thinking the thing that I thought that yeah. we were all thinking. And it also says to queer people in the room, oh, someone else is paying attention. Oh, here's another thing. Yeah. On the pronoun notes, on the pronouns thing, if you know that someone's being misgendered or someone is using the wrong pronouns for someone else, um, it's a really nice move to, you know, uh make sure correct pronouns are being used so yeah um it might feel weird but like it doesn't have to be a big deal it can just be like yeah oh actually like chelsea uses they and them yeah and usually the other person will be like oh okay i didn't realize like sometimes they'll be weird about it but that's not your problem that's their deal yeah yeah but even that like even if the person who you're talking about is not there i think that's really important yeah i would agree I'm in this like um arts collective and um I help run like the mutual aid kind of pod side of it. Um and one of our like core community agreements. Have I talked about this on the pod before? I don't think so. I, I think, think you so. and I have talked about it. Okay. Um and one of our like community core agreements is that we will like always ask for pronouns at all times at all meetings and always share pronouns at all times. Um, and the reason for that, I mean, there's like a lot of reasons, but the reason that we kind of like articulated is that it, um, it highlights the fact that like identity, including pronouns, like can be fluid. And just because you maybe know someone that you talk to once a month, it doesn't mean that you know how they're 
living through the world right now um and also that like that's true for your pronouns too like yeah. as you know like as a cis person you are choosing to yeah. use you know your pronouns and that's completely fine you know that's your choice but i think like i don't know i, I think about that a lot about like that shift of like it is important to state your pronouns in order to make it safer for others to do so who are not cis but it's also important to be like i chose this yeah this isn't yeah this isn't something that i don't have any agency over it's just the best choice for me right now which is completely fine um that's actually that's a great assignment for straight people think about um your (laughs) pronouns and also your like, think about your gender identity and your sexual identity. Like, it doesn't have, you know, you don't have to change anything. But, like, actually just, like, take a couple minutes and think about, like, why am I straight? Like, why does that feel <laughs> right for me? Like, oh, why do I use these pronouns? Like, yeah. actually think about it. Yeah, because you might get to know yourself better. And yeah. you also might change your mind. <laughs> um, yeah. But even if you don't, yeah, I think, I love that this, like, became a... <laughs> straight telling people straight homework. people what they should do yeah um for our one straight listener <laughs> but yeah and i think even for like send this episode to your straight friends yeah <laughs> give them a homework assignment <laughs> we love to see it um but yeah, i think even like for cis queer people to be like you know this is a thing that you chose you could make a different choice um but you chose this which is great if that's who you are that's how you want to show up truly no issue no yeah. reason to like feel pressured to I don't know, just do something differently but um yeah I think it like for me like when I think about like my pronoun choices um I think about like what is important to me and how I want to be seen in the world and that like helps me know myself better and also like show up more authentically even if there's no change yeah you know and that's what we want for yeah. everybody we do but happy pride Chelsea happy pride Christina Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bipod. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bipod. You can email us at thisisthebipod at gmail.com. You can find show notes and transcripts of our episodes on our website, thebipod.com. The show is hosted by Chelsea Bergen and Christina Brown. And this episode was edited and produced by Chelsea Bergen. Our theme song is Coming Home by Snowflake.